It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, you feeling a little rushed? You feeling a little hurried? You having a hard time being present to the moment? Common challenge for so many of us in our race and chase world that we live in. As I often like to say, focus precedes success in anything that we do, uh, whether that's in our work, in our business, in our relationships. You got to be present. Uh, Focus always comes first. And that ability to focus on the task at hand and stay with it uh, is so vital to achieve. We're just talking to Alex Curry in the Utah Jazz. Everyone always talks about how great Michael Jordan was in his prime. And interesting, if you really talk to those who knew him most, it wasn't about his athletic dominance that was the issue. It was his ability to be completely present to the moment. He wasn't worried about the last shot that he made or missed. He wasn't worried about the next shot make or miss. He wasn't worried about the score. He was only consumed and focused on the moment. And we end up in this world with this never-ending barrage of texts and tweets and beeps and rings and buzzes of all kinds. It's so easy to get distracted. Everything wants our attention immediately. Uh, One of my favorite sayings I learned over in Japan, real simple, Three words, be here now, be present to the moment. And it's interesting, this is not a new concept by any stretch of the imagination. George Washington recognized the power and the importance of being present, uh, even as a very young man. In his Rules for Civility, which is a great read, if you haven't read that uh, recently, Rules for Civility by our nation's first president, George Washington. But in that rules, uh, one of the rules was read no letter, books, or papers in company. But when there is a necessity for doing it, you must ask leave. In other words, he was saying, don't be reading your email, looking at your text, and trying to have a conversation with your spouse. (laughs) If you have to read something, ask to be excused. Leave the room or stop the conversation. Help people know that you are present. Uh, I think that's pretty uh, astute of George Washington. Again, long before... Apple Watches, he understood how important it was to be present. Uh, I can't tell you, I will self-confess here, uh, I've been not present enough on way too many occasions for way too many people, and especially for some of those people that actually matter most in my world. Uh, Too often, someone can come into an office for a a conversation, and they may see that I'm glancing at my computer or looking at my phone or looking at the breaking news scrolling across the screen. Uh, sometimes doing all of that at once. And that's a huge failure on my part. It sends a horrible message about what's most important to me, where my priorities are at the moment. It also prevents me from applying my best thinking to whatever the task at hand is. At home, in our personal relationships, we we have to be present more. Because again, the screens, the alerts can pull you constantly, hopelessly away from being present. Uh, years ago, uh, a great, uh, great lesson uh, that I've heard recounted uh, by a number of uh, people over the years, uh, but it's about the 1912 World Series, 
The New York Giants were battling the Boston Red Sox in a very tough seven-game series. It came down to the final game to determine the winner. Score was tied 1-1. to Red Sox were up to bat. And one of the Boston players hit a, a routine fly ball into center field. The Giants center fielder was a player by the name of Fred Snodgrass. He positioned himself under the fly ball right there in center field. He'd done this millions of times before. And as that center fielder positioned himself under the ball, he was going to make this routine catch. Everything was going to be good. But the ball came down into his glove, popped up, and popped out, fell to the ground. He blew it. He absolutely blew it. The the crowd screamed in disbelief. How could he have dropped such an easy, easy ball? Now, the Red Sox uh, went on and scored, won the series, and Fred Snodgrass was tortured in the sports pages across the country as the cause for the Giants' defeat. Now, we should note that Fred Snodgrass went on to play great baseball. He was very productive for eight more seasons following that epic World Series failure. And yet, despite his great career, whenever he was introduced, he was it was always followed by, yeah, 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 he's the guy. <laughs> he's the guy who dropped the ball and cost us the World Series. And so think about that. Just by not being present to the moment, here's a guy who had caught thousands and thousands of fly balls over the year. But in one critical moment, key situation, he took his eye off the ball. He wasn't present to the moment. He failed the be here now test. And maybe for a second, he started thinking about the victory celebration. Maybe he thought about his response to reporters or what it might mean for his next contract. And a lot of us have uh, fallen into that by just not being present to the moment. Uh, Another challenge, as we mentioned, is this continuous feeling of being in a hurry. Uh, Dr. Larry Dossie, in uh, his book, Space, Time, and Medicine, uh, he calls it hurry sickness. It's actually a disease. Uh, Dossie posits that many of us have become much like Pavlov's dog. And, of course, we all remember that uh, from our science days, the old experiment where you ring the bell and you feed the dog. Uh, Dog's given a treat. Over time, the dog becomes conditioned that when the dog hears the bell, he assumes the treat is forthcoming and starts to salivate. And eventually, every time the bell rings, the dog salivates whether a treat comes or not. And guess what? We humans are just the same. We feel the buzz on our phone. We see that light up on our Apple Watch. We see the the email number go up, the text pop up, and suddenly we're hurrying. We're losing our focus. And sadly, what we've done is we have conditioned ourselves to hurry inappropriately. Our sense of urgency is set off not by a crisis, but by third. Through these learned cues, our our bells, like the dog, have become the watch and the alarm and a hundred other self-inflicted things that we do in our daily routines. So maybe we need a little uh, updated version of Washington's rules for civility. Maybe it's uh, read no text, check no social media, respond to no email, or react to no electronic device in company. But when there is a necessity for doing it, you must ask leave. Uh, I think that's a pretty good thing for us to do Uh, because as we recognize that we don't need to rush, we don't need to race, we don't need to chase, we can be present. We can be present to the moment and we can have focus and that focus always precedes success. 
Uh, we don't want to fall into the uh, Fred Snodgrass category of taking our eye off the ball at just the wrong time, at just the wrong moment. Uh, we have to learn to step back. Uh, and we have to remember that the one thing that makes us humans different from all the other animals is that we do have this awesome space where we can choose a response. We don't have to be like Pavlov's dog, that every time we get a buzz or a text or a tweet that we have to salivate or engage. We can step back. We can make a choice. But a lot of times that requires us to be a little more strategic and a little more intentional in terms of what we do. Uh, You'll be amazed at what happens when you just downshift a gear or two when you choose to function at a pace and a cadence that's a little more natural and a little more conducive to being both effective and efficient, by the way. So if we can overcome the hurry sickness, if we can eliminate some of those bad habits uh, of poor listening or poor presence, not being present to the moment, uh, then all kinds of things open up. So it's not always about the race and the chase. It's not always about rushing to whatever we think might be next, could be next, or what we're afraid of missing out on what's next. We just have to be present. Just be present to the moment. Slow down. Let's get rid of some hurry sickness. Let's quit reacting. Let's choose a response. And let's let focus precede success in every area of life and business. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today, right here on KSL News Radio. And as always, you head out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.